All right, everybody, welcome to the ProZone. This is your host, Rick Del Santo, and joining me, a very special guest, Jonathan Peck. John, hello. Hey, how you doing, Rick? Hello, everyone. All right, if uh, John is a very longtime friend of mine and also a gigantic wrestling fan, and now we get to sit around and talk this weekend's WrestleMania. I just have to uh, dispute one thing. I'm not gigantic. I'm only 5'8". Five, 5'8". <laughs> five, <laughs> but so is Otis. So is Otis, right? There you go. Let's say he's 5'10", but so that in wrestling terms, he's probably really 5'8". But they say he's right. 330 pounds, so he beat me yeah. to it. He's a bigger, he's a bigger he's, wrestling fan. They usually, add, they usually add 30, 40 pounds. You're right. All right. <laughs> all right. So what did you, overall, before we get into it, like, what did you think of the show? Did you watch the pre-show at all? Uh, I, I generally don't watch pre-shows, uh, right. especially now. I've been working like crazy, so I really don't have time. Unless I'm actually home while it's going on. Right. You know, I'm the type of person, just whatever I go on, I click. Whatever is part of the main event is what I watch. I really don't have time to even even search for anything nowadays to, to do that. Yeah, so I, watch I, don't, I don't, like, really get into them because usually there's, like uh... – it's not necessarily anything interesting anyways, but this match I was particularly interested in was Cesaro and Drew Gulak, which I thought it was, okay. um, you know, uh, two of them are my, you know, my favorites. Yeah. They're both really great. And, um, so you missed that one. I'm assuming. Now, I heard it was a short match too. That was the other yeah, thing. I heard it was very short. So I'm just like, oh, then, well, I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Uh, it was good for what it was, you know, Cesaro yeah. beat Drew Gulak. He, uh, comes out wearing the, uh, re- what I really liked part of Cesaro's set now is he, um, his outfit is he has a track jacket with the uh, the wrestling purist track jacket. I actually bought okay. the t-shirt, but now I saw the track jacket. Now I'm going to go on WWE shop and buy that as well because that's it. Just looked awesome. I hope it comes. It only comes in white. I think I'm not sure. I don't really. Okay, I gotta white, take a but, look at it. Yeah, it looks awesome. But um, oh, uh, all right. The the show started with the. Uh, the women's world tag team championships uh, was Alexa Bliss. And Nikki Cross, they beat the Kabuki yes. Warriors for the women's tag team title. What did you th- What did you think of this match? I thought it went way too long. I was losing yeah. interest after a while. That was a, this is one of those ones that should have been short and quick, and it just it just seems like it just right. kept going on forever. In my opinion, that that was my main issue with it. Right. I, I really honestly can believe that they gave the titles to Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. I, re- I mean, I like uh, Nikki Cross, but Alexa Bliss. Uh, oh, Alexa she's Bliss, better... she's eye candy. That's I mean, she's exactly. a good exactly, but she's not really a good wrestler. She, you know, she's a, she's good on the mic. And, and you know, she's right. that, that's that's what the main thing is with her. Right. And I love Oscar. Like, I think she's really awesome. Oh, she's and... great. I mean, I can't yeah. understand what she's saying, but you still pay attention to her. <laughs> That's right. the thing, and, and she's just, and she puts on some of the best matches on the show. No, after, she's very uh, good. you know, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much that. I mean, other than that, I didn't really have much else to say about that because it's, you know, it was better than I thought it was going to be. But like you said, it I just, yeah, I just think for an opener, they should have just kind of done something more high energy, quick, you know, instead of right. just something kind of like more slow and plodding, you know. Yeah, especially yeah. with no crowd there. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's very difficult for them these days to keep people interested in the television show, seeing that they're, uh, there's no fans in the crowd. You know, it's it's easier. For some reason, AEW is doing something different where they're putting a few of the wrestlers in the crowd, and it seems to work Everyone really well. That's the thing. Everyone I know, even people who aren't even really fans of AEW, like big fans or preferred WWE, you're saying mm-hmm. 
they enjoy watching Dynamite because it, it actually still feels like a normal wrestling show where Raw and SmackDown right. exactly. and exactly. Yeah, and then and then the thing with like Raw and excuse me, SmackDown is they're they're showing a lot of highlight matches, it seems like like uh you know, the yeah. Royal Rumble from this year, Mania matches, but you know, and then it's just like they're showing only like two matches, two fresh matches, uh, and that's kind of like irritating. But I mean, I you know they have time like three hours to fill up on Monday. Yeah, yeah, they have a three hours one night, two hours another, and, and you know it's it's a little ridiculous. But you know, yeah, the smart thing that AEW is doing is a lot of pre-tape stuff. You right, know, I the, think the, that's, and, and you know things of that nature. You know, right. And, uh, and I think WWE starting to do that with, uh, you know, the with Raw and SmackDown as well. They're starting to do stuff. I, I, from what I understand, I was talking to somebody today, and they have uh, a bunch of stuff this week planned to go uh, ahead for. Apparently, they're doing a month's worth of recordings this week. That's just what I heard. I don't know how okay. true that is, but you know, makes sense. Uh, makes sense. yeah, so just get the can and while everybody's there, get it right, out. right. Now the second match, uh, this was one I was not looking forward at all. I could not, I really I cannot stomach. <laughs> I mean, people say this gentleman does is a, a great heel because you know you naturally hate him. No, I just fucking he, hate the guy. He is, He's he annoying. Is, he is great because you, you're not saying like, eh, I don't care about him. You're like, no, I can't. Right. Like, an opinion that that's the main thing is right. you actually have an opinion right so that's important so i guess that counts right that counts for something baron corbin he lost to uh elias via roll-up uh it was just ridiculous you know it was just elias it, it was better than i expected <laughs> the, the, the right, match right. like I'll, I'll say that you know because i really think elias he's one of those guys who's just all gimmick and he's kind of mediocre in the ring so it was right. better See, than- i don't with him right yeah i mean i, I kind of like him better as a heel uh as a baby face i don't think it's going to be uh, i don't think it's going to work i just think he's going to be doing a lot of yeah, jobs as a, more, as a baby yeah, face more, yeah he's more natural as a heel right uh, right especially when he does the longs you know where he sings to the crowd right. where like whatever town he's in now is it me yeah. or did he look just like randy savage in this match Oh yeah, the beard does it, you know. And then I mean, the right. man bun doesn't help when he puts the hair. He's up wearing like an orange shirt, right? Yeah, and the, yeah. The bandana around his head, uh, it looked like right. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Becky lynched. She, uh, of course, she kept the women's title against Shayna Baszler. This match kind of pissed me off. I thought it was, you know, I uh, I hated the ending of it, and I really thought that they were like grooming Shayna Baszler to this be is the woman's thing. This is a time where, you know, whatever their plans were, yeah, it, it really none right. of that means anything right now because of the, right. the state of the world in now. So there is no crowd or anything of that nature live, or you have to worry about their reactions. But I think this is the time where they should have just had Shayna Baszler just annihilate her, probably like just That's almost exactly. a squash match, just annihilate right. her to get people to start talking. Say, oh wait, who is this girl? People who don't really pay attention exactly. that much. Right? watching i think that would have been a smarter thing to do not a lot of people watch nxt that watch raw and smackdown it's like it's mm-hmm. two different shows you know what i mean it's yeah. like watching wcw versus wwf in a way even though it's the same company there's a lot of people just like oh i don't watch oh, nxt yeah. that that they'll watch raw and smackdown and they think it's the greatest you know what i mean it's just like it's you know nxt is where the talent is Shayna baszler was the champion there forever and she just, like you said, she should have came in and annihilated her, choked her out or whatever. 
And because they it's believable. For so long. Nobody yeah. would say, oh, that doesn't make sense. Everybody would say, okay, well, this actually makes sense with their background, you know? Right, right. But like you said, they're probably in the state of the world is in. A lot of plans probably changed. You know, obviously, plans changed a lot for this, uh, for the show. As you see, a lot of the matches were changed uh, within a week of the show, the show actually happening, such as, like, the main event and the tag title match. So mm-hmm. a lot of people weren't able to make it. And oh, then, yeah, you know, yeah. No, but didn't want to cut you off. But did you notice the very? Uh, I think the intro was really good. That they had all the the, the video and the production done uh, for the that whole opening, the whole pirate thing, because it's right. supposed to be in Tampa, and it still had Roman Reigns in there. So they weren't going to invest in getting rid of him <laughs> in the opening video, if you know. Right. Yeah. No. So, yeah, I did see that. But one of the things is like you know Friday, I think uh, before SmackDown, I actually watched. Raw and SmackDown last week, which I never am able to make it into the shows. And they, you know, earlier in the day, uh, Triple H said, oh, we got an interesting story that that's how we're going to write uh, uh, Roman Reigns out of the main event. And then I so I'm like, all right, I'll just watch SmackDown. And they didn't even mention it at all. They, they, they were still talking about Goldberg and Roman Reigns until Sunday. And then it was just like, oh, yeah, Braun Strowman's in the match. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, there are well, not a huge amount of people, but there are some people right. who do like Roman. He's not over like they want him to be, but there's, I'm sure, mm-hmm. there were some people that don't follow closely that were expecting to see him and didn't see him. You know, right? People that wouldn't know, uh, you know. But I mean, in seriousness, him taking, you know, uh, considering just not traveling because he is immune to. Uh, uh, susceptible, you know, no, uh, that, that I completely understand, but completely this is understand. Something, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't talk to you about this, but this right. is my opinion on that because when that came out that he said he doesn't want to wrestle for that reason, I understand right. it, but totally what I yeah. think they should have done just to, to make it more realistic is say, okay, well, you lost via forfeit, then set up a different that... match. That you know, that's that's very old school, and I would like you know that would have been more realistic and more old school. But we know WWE does not like to to do stuff like that forfeit yeah. matches. I, I don't remember the last time uh, somebody won by forfeit. Who was it? Sherry Martell against Sapphire in SummerSlam, right? <laughs> that's the last, <laughs> that's the last forfeit. But it would have been nice if they did something like that, you know? Right, right, yeah. Either way, that that. Um, that match, you know, whatever. That I, I wasn't looking forward to that, but that's we'll get to that. Um, what did you watch? Did you enjoy the Intercontinental Title match, Sami Zayn and uh, Daniel Bryan? It wasn't bad. It was another yeah. one that didn't go very long. Yeah, I mean, considering the two guys that that are in it, they're uh, you know, those guys can go for a while. They're they're, they're two great talents. I think right now, Sami Zayn's got to be one of my favorite people uh, on the mic going and you know i think he's he's hilarious he's hilarious and you know and it's like um i don't know daniel bryan has a very strange wrestlemania history last year he lost the world title you know he's had this whole world title history now he's fighting for the intercontinental title i thought it was a good match though uh overall and 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 you did you like gronk uh dancing in the background before they came out too i'm gonna say this pardon my Pardon my language, everybody, while I say this, but fuck that guy. He is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> With the zoom eyes, the, the, right. what's the clown's yeah. name? Uh, he doesn't I, have the blue eye. He doesn't have that blue makeup on his face anymore, though. Uh, like, no. you remember that gimmick? Um, no, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, <laughs> what's his name? Then? I'm drawing a blank. Um, Not um. Oh, what the hell is the guy's name? 
Not the AEW guy you're referring to. No, 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 no. The the guy uh, who's with Gronk uh, that's co-hosting. Oh, with him, I have. Uh, you know oh, what I'm talking crap. about? He's a wrestler. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank with his name. I'm okay, trying to remember. Not, yeah, I'm. It, don't that's remember. how that's how relevant he is as a wrestler and a talent. Yeah, you can't okay. think, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but with Sami Zayn, I still don't understand this Fidel Castro look he has when he comes out. You uh, I was or... like, like what, like that was, yeah. I was thrown off. Like all of a sudden, he's wearing like the hat and like the 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 military pants. And, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know where that came from. The last match I saw that of his, you know, because um, he actually was wearing tights. I'm just, it's just very bizarre. I don't yeah. know. It was, yeah. So <laughs> I was thrown off a bit because that's actually the first match of his I've seen in a few months. But like I said, I don't keep up as much on the on the, that show yeah. as I should as I should. But yeah, overall, I thought that was a pretty decent match. That one was too short, uh, which that one, if any match was going to go long that night, it should have been that match because yeah. of the two, the talent of the two gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And of course, the match on a pre-show, you know, every other match could have just been a squash. Yeah. So, all right. The SmackDown tag team title, Kofi and Jimmy Uso and John Morrison. It was a three-way, which again, was supposed to be a tag team ladder match. For the SmackDown, Miz says that he doesn't want to show up. He doesn't want to travel or something. Apparently, he didn't want to be a part of it or or travel. Rather. I'm guessing because he has all children at home, and you're right. right. I mean that he's yeah. actually didn't have anything. Doesn't want to bring on right. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he's just, right. He has a baby, so that's that's yeah, probably he doesn't want to. Um, I thought this match was terrible. Um, <laughs> to be honest, it, it, I'm sitting, I, it went I, on. It went on too long. That's it's, I mean, there's a few good spots in there, but yeah, but you're right. right. It's kind of like another one of those things. It's like I, I after uh, after a certain period of time, I just lost interest. Right, right, yeah. And it was like another thing is it's like every time somebody climbed up a ladder, they fell down. It happened more than usual. It seemed mm-hmm. for this. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just because like. And another thing is, like, you should not be holding a ladder match if there's no crowd because that's like one of those matches that yeah, the crowd they, reactions uh, don't grab. Right. Yeah, right. Crowd reactions are everything, you know, in a match of that style. You couldn't just have some random hardcore match or a ladder match or something like that because every time you use a ladder, it's like a crowd's reaction. And um, the result was actually somewhat predictable. Honest, uh, you know, I, I I figured that Ms. Morrison were going to retain the titles. Mm-hmm. It was just, I don't know. I hated that match. That was one of the matches I hated. I, I would say I hated it, but it, it just it, it just was mediocre, I'd say, you know. For right. a ladder match, I, you know, it was mediocre. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of, like, any of those teams. I, I do like Biggie. uh prior to him being part of the New Day. I, I uh, do like Morrison a lot. I think that guy's still very good. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Seriously, he really was. He was very cool. Um, all right, the next one was Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, which, you know, I don't know if you know my feelings about Seth Rollins. I can't stand the guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he's a very talented guy. He's a very good athlete. No, yeah, he is. But you know, I, I don't want to sit here and bash every single body, but every single person. But it, it just seems like obviously the show is a train wreck. And but you know, he was built as being the the guy, the superstar, the guy that they tried to push to the top. And I guess just as uh, I wasn't convinced, so it kind of just like all killed the entire thing for me. 
but he was better. You know, I thought he was better before all that. Yeah, before the I, push I can't really stuff. blame him with all the changes they made over the years with his gimmick and you know, right. not the greatest on the mic. He's not the worst either, but he is kind of like mediocre right. in that stuff. You know, yeah. Yeah, no, he he is good. I just feel bad. Like I, I mean, I just I just find his character more annoying. And then now they they've reinvented him so many times, especially in the last five years. And that's I don't the problem. They uh, keep ch- yeah, they yeah. keep changing years. You know, yeah. that's that's what's hurting I, him. I think they had no choice but to turn him heel. You know, after the whole fiend thing, because it's just like people really didn't. Yeah, and that wasn't his fault either. It was like it right. seemed like he really lost momentum when that happened. You know, right? Oh, they took him off the following night. You know, the month, yeah. the next show because they were. They, I think they were afraid that he was going to get booed out of the building or something because of the whole entire yeah. thing. So you know, and then I think he turned heel like two, three weeks later, but. Um, anyways, Kevin Owens, uh, well, initially he, what did he lose by disqualification? Yeah, he lost by disqualification because of the bell. I'm trying to read my notes what, here. Like, hit him with the bell? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he got hit with the bell, and then Kevin Owens says no, he refuses. To, no, he got hit with the bell. I'm sorry. All right, yeah, he gets hit with the bell, and he got, he refused to lose by disqualification, so he demands a rematch. Mm-hmm. Of course, the ref goes for it, and Owens uh, <laughs> pin, pins, pins him after the starter. I just find it, you know, I'm just going to say this before I get into ripping this match apart and the scenario apart is that I just find it ridiculous that wrestlers can say a wrestler A could say to wrestler B, I want to have a match now. There's a referee in the ring 30 seconds later and boom. Yeah. You have a match. It's like, you know, there's no like uh there's no contract the signed yeah. or yeah, yeah. Right. It's not it's just like, oh, you said I want to fight you and it's just it's not professional wrestling. I mean, professional wrestling, you know, I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to stuff like that. It's like, oh, I challenge you. We're going to fight next week right here on this mm-hmm. very program. But it's just like, I, I, when did wrestlers have so much leeway? You know, it's just, yeah, it's no. like, it's just, <laughs> I find it ridiculous. Overall, it was a pretty decent match, but I just don't. Uh, yeah, I what mean, was the high spot hate, where yeah. uh, Kevin was jumped off? Uh... Right, yeah, off the mania sign. Yeah, I was, that was pretty insane. Yep. But it wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. It's another one of those ones better than I expected, you know. Right. Yep. No crowd also, you know, so. It's very hard for them to, to work a show with no crowd. But, you know, I have to give it to all the companies that are trying to yeah uh, to create content and make their fans happy yeah. through this entirely crazy time. Because, like, you know, basically the, the world is stopped right now. There's no baseball, yep. NHL, uh, which I'm sucked that we met, you know, opening day. So that just... It's a joke. It's a joke. What's going on right now? And I'm hoping that things get back to normal. <laughs> you know what's that? Yeah, you know, like all these movies that you plan on seeing is just they're all postponed. Yeah. I mean, Ghostbusters are postponed till 2021 yep. now. So yeah, so I mean, so you can't complain too much. You know, no matter what, with yeah. the state of wrestling, you can't even walk into a restaurant. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. wait outside. You know, uh, any fast food restaurant, the lines are like. Down the road, it's ridiculous. I saw the Starbucks. There was, uh, there was in Brantford. There's legitimately thirty cars in the line. I was like, yeah. this is ridiculous. That one's got a drive-through. The one over here in Hamden is uh, is actually um, closed, but the one in, you know yeah. a couple towns over in Woodbridge actually is open because they still have a drive-through. Yeah. So, but 
Yeah. I miss my Starbucks. I don't get to drink it anymore right now because there's none close. There's none close enough to me. <laughs> and I'm working from home now, so I don't have to leave. I can't leave to get coffee, really, because I got to wake up and start working right away. Your boy becomes the 24-7 champion, Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> that's the guy. That's who I couldn't think of his name. Right. Okay, weird. that's who you're talking that, about. That's what I'm saying. Right. It was punk. Uh, yeah, that was uh, with him dancing. The same yeah. music match before. Uh, yeah. Mojo well, Raleigh. Didn't the following night, uh, did Gronk beat him for it? He, or, I believe yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. See, so, it's like, the stupid stuff like that, I can't I can't necessarily. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't keep in my head. My father called me up and asked me, he goes, I heard he won, Gronk won a title. So, yeah, yeah, it's a nothing belt that. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, okay. I explained it to him, like, yeah, because he heard it because he follows sports. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's nothing. Don't worry. It's nothing important. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> He doesn't still watch wrestling anymore, does he? Your dad? Uh, no, not that often. Very rarely. But yeah, he's right. been so bad. He even lost interest. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people have. I mean, with WWE, I mean, but you know, there is plenty of alternatives. And now with AEW actually being on yeah. national television, that's that's pretty awesome. That uh, there is an alternative. Yeah. Uh, if you don't particularly care, I mean, I like everything, you know, or I just, I love wrestling, so I will watch it. I mean, I do give WWE a try. It's not my favorite, but, you know, there are other things out there that I do like. So, and um, the main event, Braun Strowman, he defeated Bill Goldberg and becomes the new Universal Champion. Uh, how do you feel about this? Seriously. I was fine with it. I was, I was perfectly really? fine with it. Okay. All right. Well, my opinion, I don't particularly, I'm not a fan, uh, fan of Braun, especially after he uh, went out there and trashed a bunch of indie guys recently. <laughs> yeah, there's like a right way and a wrong way to say things, and the way he said it, like, it wasn't really the best way to, to say something like that. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Um, You know, a lot of people like, it's about damn time he beat the title people hated Goldberg uh becoming champion I'm just like I have no problem with it it's like it's business we're going into Wrestlemania biggest yeah. show of the year this is before everything went crazy and yeah. you know everything went downhill and people couldn't go out in public anymore so you know it's just like we're you know they're, they're he's still a big name and obviously there's a reason why they're bringing him in because he still attracts oh, millions yeah. of dollars and that's going to be a huge payday for Bill so Braun winning, you know, I didn't particularly care for either. Actually, I didn't care for if either guy. I mean, I hate the, the universal title. I, is I just... understand the mentality because right. I'm sure Goldberg doesn't want to travel. He doesn't have to travel now. And, you know, where he's, uh, where Strowman's probably getting like a steady paycheck. And I don't know if he's, right. Uh, yep. know what his status is. I don't know if it's like a per appearance, Bill Goldberg. I really have no idea. Could be something like that, maybe. Might be the reason why, too, he lost. Right. He's, uh, yeah, I think he's by a per-appearance deal. And, you know, obviously, what, last year or the year before, I think he said he was just coming back. He was going to be doing a couple more matches, and then, boom, he was retiring. But yeah. we found out that wasn't true because he made, you know, came back in Saudi Arabia and then and then um, then came and wrestled, you know, and wrestled The Fiend and then, or The Undertaker, then wrestled The Fiend, and then, obviously, this match at WrestleMania. Um. I don't care that he became universal champion when he did. I just, it's just not something that's going to be long-term 
obviously, and people just don't need to really get too upset about it. People are yeah. people hate when WWE d- uh, does certain things. I'm definitely one of them, but you know, <laughs> it's just uh, it's just ridiculous. But anyways, your favorite match of the night, one that I was not looking forward to, <laughs> and one afterwards. I'm gonna have to call my buddy Brian Alvarez on this one because, you know, the Undertaker and AJ Styles, and this one apparently went over like crazy on the social medias. People loved it. The Undertaker and AJ Styles in a boneyard match. It was just like a stupid movie fight scene for about a half oh, an hour. I love the opening with the casket. Because I fell yeah. for it, because I thought Undertaker had the druids, and then you see AJ Styles pop out of it, laughing, <laughs> like and just, you know, just, just right. like, like making fun of the Undertaker, like that. I thought was a good start the way they started that off. And then the um, one of the other things was the uh, a lot of people love the fact that the American Badass version uh, came out, which I uh, guess that's really more realistic because uh, with the. Before this match started, you know, uh, all leading up to it, the AJ Styles was calling him out by his name, Mark, and talking about his wife. Right. So it's more realistic that he's coming out as himself instead of, like, you know, this undead character. One of the things that just uh, I, I did find funny was when uh, – what's uh, what are those two guys? The uh, the nerds that, that AJ's oh, got. Oh, uh, uh, Gallows, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. When they appear out of nowhere, all of a sudden, and then like the Western music hits, and it's like it. <laughs> that was great. Like, and the other druids came out of like that barn. Did you see that? Yeah. And this is all like um, <laughs> Vince was happy because he was like, "I don't have to produce a wrestling show. I'm just going to produce this movie." Basically, the, That's the, what he the music was great, like the horror type music in the background. Like yeah. I don't know if you paid attention right. to that. Yeah. No, it was all like the music, and then there was just like uh, what was it Undertaker basically talking to AJ is just like uh, say her name again or whatever you know he just kept talking about yeah, Michelle they're fighting you know. the hearse at one point I mean there's yeah. yep. this one part I was laughing AJ's punching and he goes ah I broke my damn finger from punching you <laughs> I just that was hilarious I thought a lot of the dialogue during the match was just so ridiculous oh yeah uh, and, great and that's another thing that uh, during uh today's wwe that you're you're hearing a lot more of uh seeing that there's no crowd to hide out hide a lot of the sound (laughs) yeah is uh the dialogue in between the matches or just a lot of people screaming and uh making noises and stuff um overall i hated that match i thought it was stupid and well that's just my opinion on night number one overall night number one i do believe was better than night number two so, because so, there was some more moments, you know, that I as a lot of the wrestlers I like were on night uh, number one as opposed to night number two. We're gonna get into night number two right now. Uh, how did you think that I didn't actually write down the results of the uh, the the pre-show match, the women's match? I know it was Natalia okay. and uh, was it Liv Morgan? Was that who? It was? I d- uh, okay, I'm not familiar with. It. I couldn't even tell you. And yeah, I think uh, Natalia did definitely take the fall. I don't remember because I was kind of, I think, I believe I was trying to cook dinner and get ready before the show. So then, uh, obviously the match, the show started with uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair wins the NXT women's title. She's going to show up on NXT this weekend, John. Do you think? Um, I assume. Is it taped already? They probably taped it. It's all in Florida, so they probably taped everything already. 
Yeah. Uh, do you I think she's going to very good? I thought, I don't yeah. but I thought it was good. Um, I thought that was definitely one of the better matches of night two so far. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of both of them. So I, I didn't care yeah. who won quite frankly. I just think Rhea Ripley was maybe she's not used to with no crowd there. She's a little loud kind of selling things a little too much, a little too animated. Which she didn't have to be, but I think that she's just not used to no crowd. Being, you know, it's funny you said that because it's, um, my wife said the same thing. She was going to watch wrestling, but we were, she was actually sitting there watching. And she's like, why the hell is everybody screaming so much? And it's just like, they're overselling, basically, because they're trying to make up for the fact that there's nobody Well, the, well, the, the thing audience. is, I think because they're so used to a crowd being there, they have mm-hmm. to be louder. And they, everything right. gets drowned out. And, and that wasn't the case. So they weren't really prepared for it. That's my theory, you know. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, overall, I thought that was a good one. Charlotte Flair wins the title, and uh, I wonder if she's going back to NXT per- uh, permanently or if she's going to continue yeah, to be on as a, the main as roster. I am for NXT to, to get more viewers, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they've been sending everybody here down there, or a couple people down there more and more, um, to try to raise interest in that. And I have no problem with that as long as it's not somebody like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, Gallows and Anderson or somebody, you know, somebody I don't want to see uh, down on NXT. But eventually, you know, I believe we'll see. Uh, who do you, is this, is this a rumor true that the big show is supposed to be making an appearance on NXT? Or is, did I, I saw somewhere online today. I don't uh, know if that was fast. He was just, or... on, he was just on Raw. I mean, uh, okay. Raw, I'm sorry. Uh, what was he on? Was, Raw was the last night. I yeah, missed yeah, that. That's what it that. was. It was Raw. Yeah. He had a, a title match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be a challenge. Yeah. Do you think he's, you, I don't think he's going to. Do you think he's going to. Um, I don't think that the Big Show has a chance of coming and beating uh, McIntyre. No, no. I think this is just to promote, um, you know, the his Big show, show. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the only reason why there was any. Did Otherwise, you watch that yet? No, no. <laughs> well, I do want to see it. I saw the ad for it. It looks ridiculous, so I do want to see it. Of course. No, I was going to watch it today with my children who uh, said they were about to watch it, but I ended up getting busy, too, too busy at work. And Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley. This match was something I could have done without. It was so ridiculous. Uh, Aleister Black, he's awesome. Lashley. Lashley, okay. he's one of those guys. He, he can be really good. He was actually really good in yeah. Impact. I don't, I don't think you were mm-hmm. watching at that point when he was uh, like, no. in, but he had all the belts. Like this is when like nobody was watching it. Maybe like what, like three yeah. or four years ago, he was actually like great as like a heel champion. He won all the belts. Just, just the way it was done. He was actually like decent on the mic, which is hard to believe with him. Just, I don't know. He just seemed like he was having fun with it. And now it's just yeah. going through the motions. I don't know why Lana's still with him. I don't, I don't think they have uh, scripted promos in Impact, do they? It's probably that might be probably the reason like why. Just... Points and, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know why. Apparently, uh, was it did Lana slap him in the face on Sunday night? Is that is that uh, hinting at a split between the two? I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> why are they even together anymore? It's just it's it's it's, it's like yeah. tired. I did see Lashley uh, in Impact. Uh, I think that's when I started watching Impact again. Is when he was just about to leave. Okay. So I did. I did see very little of it. But now my favorite match of the whole weekend: uh, Dolphin Otis. This is but... this is <laughs> at first I didn't care. I said, oh, "Let me give it a chance." It was, and I actually 
liked it, which I was surprised. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think Otis uh, does not get enough credit for for actually being a, a pretty decent wrestler. Yeah, uh, and but he, you know he he has a lot of comedy gimmick and entertainment in him. But like I said, I think he's he's definitely a better wrestler. Dolph is Dolph oversells kind of like the Mister Perfect did. Yeah, I think, he, but, you know, the thing he tries too hard and he doesn't have to. Right, he's very right. good. He doesn't have to like you know fly right. around the ring as much. He can tone things down. You know, exactly. Yeah. Um. The one thing is, what is it? The uh, the hacker was re- uh, who's the hacker? Oh, I don't is know. It looks like Doctor Claw. <laughs> it was Dr. Claw. I compared right, it to the Black Scorpion. <laughs> I, compared, I compared it to the Black Scorpion. <laughs> it's like, it's like, is Ole Anderson writing this? Yeah. So, you know, I, th- I thought it was a little um, because those those blips kept coming up on the screen mm-hmm. for like a few weeks for a few weeks. And all of a sudden that came and you know, I, th- I thought that was pretty uh, it was pretty funny. But it was it was just it was kind of ridiculous at the same time. So this one. Edge and Randy Orton. I thought this one went way too long. That, yeah, I thought it was very good, except yeah, because I think it went like thirty-six minutes. This is one. If it went like yep. minutes, it would be great. Yep. Then it, yeah, you know, I'm just like, all right, you got to kind of end it, and it just kind of just went, kept dragging, you know. Yeah, it's just like every time you thought it was going to end, it just went on for another yeah. five five or so minutes. And, you know, I, I like the part where Edge scaled the uh, ceiling, the pole on the ceiling for the elbow mm-hmm. drop. That that part I actually liked. But, you know, if you're going to have a last man standing match and you don't have blood, I think there's really no point in having a last man standing match. Point. I mean, I did like the way they used like all the backstage and everything. But, yeah, but they, there should have been some blood. Yeah. Exactly. It was fun, but we got an entire tour of the performance center. Yes. For the second time, for the second time in a week. So I mean, you know, even we got the the where the garage was. So that was that was entertaining. The raw tag team titles. Now this street profits. I thought the what's the call it? One of the guys hurt themselves Monday night when he flipped over the ropes and just landed right on the floor. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The skinnier one. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he just get caught. Yeah. He caught. And he just, yeah. That <laughs> right. was pretty crazy. That didn't look good. Angel Garza and Austin Theory. These are two of the uh, two guys I really like a lot, and that this was this was one of the better matches. Surprisingly, considering I'm not necessarily a Street Profits fan, um, they could do some good stuff. I think it's the gimmick that bothers me the most the the overhyped gimmick. Yeah, thing, but... it gets a bit annoying. They're yeah. better stu- to me. They're better suited as heels because I find them naturally very annoying. Yes. You know, yeah. so and the whole red the the whole red cup thing and the you yeah, want some yeah. smoke and all that crap. It's just oh my god, you guys are giving me a headache. <laughs> I'm getting a, they remind me of like frat boys basically. You know, it's just I don't know. And I can't believe that they're actually like the raw tag champions, yeah. but that and they got them relatively quick uh, being yeah. up there. But I do like uh Angel Garza and Austin Theory. I think think they put on a hell of a match. A hell of a match. But um <laughs> Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Tamina, and Naomi all challenged. Bailey for the women's title, SmackDown women's title. What do you think of this one? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not into these whole like multi-person like you know title matches. I, I prefer one-on-one matches. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. Uh, I just find that it just ends up being uh, too much of a clusterfuck for you yeah. know. Uh, and the referee is just got to be all over the place. And for the fan, you can't just concentrate on one thing because another thing could be happening on the other side of the building. Either way, Bailey uh, retained the title, which I was really shocked at. Yeah. 
So I, 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 I had a feeling that they were going to uh, take it from her. Uh, I thought it might have been Lacey Evans' time for her to yeah, get the title. Yeah, because it seemed like they were interested. They wanted to do something with her. Then they kind of stopped. And then they, I was like, maybe they might do something. But no, I don't know. They, I don't know if they lost interest in her. Uh, it sounds like they, it looks like they've lost interest. Yeah. I know, I know that they, uh, this next one is your favorite match of the evening. What's that? A lot of people seem to love it. A lot oh, of people the, seem the... to love it. The TV Cena House versus... of Oranges. <laughs> Cena versus Bray. <laughs> hey, uh, what the hell do they call it? Firefly. Firefly. Fire, Fire Fun House, House match. Got it. Yeah. I got it. And I know I texted you. I said, I wish, to, wish I still took drugs just for this occasion so I could uh, enjoy this match more because it made no fucking sense it's... to me. It was just like all over the place. It reminded me of watching some like weird movie that is just, it was just crazy and all over the place it, this is not what i i didn't know really what to expect with this like i sort of had like a night i thought it would be like at least a a normal wrestling match somewhat right in, that, in his world and maybe have some of the puppets around the ring or something but i didn't expect it to right. be like pretty much no match with the whole storyline with every single gimmick john cena had i didn't didn't see that coming. right <laughs> didn't the NWO did he did he make an uh, an appearance in yeah, the NWO I, I, uh, gimmick? I which idea what what that whole thing was with the with the Eric yeah. off? I don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean. Right, and he showed up wearing uh, in his in his uh, one of the alternate you know his previous gimmicks. He was actually wearing actual gear, not the yeah from the shorts with... like when he was a prototype. Yeah, yeah, yep. Which is uh, I don't know, but uh, they're saying Bray won this match. I have no idea how the hell. You know, Cena just disappears, so I guess that's how Bray won, right? <laughs> I guess this is going to go on the storyline, right? I mean... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We'll have to see if John Cena comes back this week. Uh, you know, we'll have to talk about that another time, see what that where that goes, because a lot of times it's just... The Bray character, you never know what you're going to get, really. And did you like the McMahon uh, uh, puppet in this? <laughs> when, yes. he's, when he's on the headset, when he's watching the mat, when he's watching, he goes, this yes. is so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was that, and then there was, uh, and then it was him and Lawler together, right? Like, there was the puppets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like, it's supposed to be like the old uh, superstars or whatever. That was funny. And, of course, we have a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion in Drew McIntyre. Four minutes, four minute and a half minutes. Uh, he, You know, there was a series of F, uh, Claymore kicks and F5s, and now Drew is the champion. I guess they did the best that they could do, considering that there was no crowd, and this match was probably just built up for uh, for uh, 80,000 people to watch. This is the second year in a row that... Brock lost his title in just a, just a couple minutes. I thought it was well done for what it was, considering everything. Yeah. How do you think that Drew's going to go on as a world champion in the future? It's well, see, it's it's hard to judge because it's you know there's no live crowd, you know you can't gauge right. anything. But you know, I th- I think he'll be over. Personally, I like yeah, him. I, I I like him too. I I you know it. The, his first run in WWE I wasn't necessarily convinced, but when he did come back after, uh, you know, leaving for a while, I did think he had improved and he was, you know, a better wrestler. And when he got teamed up with uh, Shane McMahon, I thought that he, it was something cool. You know, it seemed like he, uh, he was doing something good that it, it like furthered his career. You know? He's it, another guy when he was gone, like I, when he first was in WWE, didn't really care for him. 
Then he was gone, right. and then he's another guy. When he was an uh, impact, he kind of reinvented himself and he got better. Which and I was like, oh, this guy is actually decent. Yeah, I think at that time, um, I wasn't watching Impact, but somehow he did win the Impact title, right? Because I think that yeah. match, I actually, I did see that match somehow, but I wasn't really watching Impact at the yeah. time. Um, but yeah, that that I think Drew's going to be good as champion because it seems like he is really over because uh, the crowd went nuts for him at the Royal Rumble. They every week he came out, they'd go freaking crazy. So. Yeah, and you know it was good. What did you think overall of two nights? Take into consideration the, uh, you know, that there was no crowd. I think they did okay. I, I thought it was a smart idea, actually. When I first heard it, that they were going to do it, I was like, I don't know. But then when you you watch it, you're like, okay. Having, like, something like seven hours with no crowd, be it'd be kind of weird, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't care if they did two nights every year. Uh, even if they did have a live crowd, because uh, was it New Japan does their biggest show of the year two nights, you know, shorter dis, you know, not seven and a half hours, something mm-hmm. like four hours at, at each show, like a Saturday and Sunday, and so I think that it would be smart if WWE did that with WrestleMania every year. I kind of enjoyed that; it kind of gave you something to look forward to on both nights, you know. If they the did tradition. it though, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, do you think they could do it and have it at a stadium with like that whole sixty thousand people for two nights? Do you think they would? You know, the average fan's going to pay, you know, admission for two nights in a row. You know, like inflated prices like that. They'd have to. My thing is, they'd have to offer some sort of package deal. Or you know, like obviously, you know, with uh, with everything, like a mm-hmm. um, like a, a cheaper ticket for both nights, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a whatever. Have a bunch together. The price is like a, a discounted price, yeah. or you can have the option to go one or two nights, depending on one of the things that. And um, they didn't announce which matches were going to be on which nights necessarily. Mm-hmm. So you know they would have to do something like that because you're just not going to be like, oh, I want to buy a ticket for night one and not night yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, yeah. if you want to see whatever match uh, happens on a particular mm-hmm. evening, you know. Yeah. So I think that that would be a smart idea too. So during the show, they also advertise Money in the Bank is happening. I thought I heard a week ago that it was canceled. Yeah, I saw that in May. Right, it's supposed to be. Um... Yeah, May May tenth. I believe the date is yeah, but do you think they're just going to continuing continue with uh, recording pay per views like this? Like I, I think that's a- assuming they're really not going to have much of a choice, right? I mean, because we still don't know yeah. exactly what's what the mandates are going to be, you know, a month from now. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one thing. I mean, they still they don't do they still need? You think that they should still need? Do you think that the need is to? create content for the WWE network uh, I continuing know, I, they, they still want I, there's so much competition now with streaming services I know I was reading uh, an article you know for people with uh, quarantines and things of that nature people being at home how uh, Disney Plus how their uh, subscriptions tripled since that happened yeah yeah so, we're we're members here yep. yeah so I'm thinking there's so much competition. They definitely want to make sure they keep people, you know, uh, even even though there are a lot of people home, they have way more choices now, but I think they do want people to keep subscribing every month, you know, give them every reason to do that. They still have a lot of classic content. They have not released. I I just saw that they released some more 
WCW Saturday nights uh, with the the year 1993. I mean, obviously, you're not going to you you can't live forever off that. Not everybody's subscribing for the classic. Yeah, footage. I I am one person that I no, love it's, going it's on there. Part of it uh, to me, it's like yeah. the old the 80s footage mostly, and yes, yep. and and you know, current pay per views are the the two draws for me. That's pretty much it too. I'll go back and watch you know the 80s NWA World Championship mm-hmm. Wrestling. I'll watch you know five hours of that on a Saturday if I have nothing to do. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, the pay-per-views, because I'm not spending $60 for a pay-per-view. No, we're trying to, no. <laughs> that's, that's just pure insanity to, to, to charge that much. For and a I guess this is especially the time now. This was on the fight app too. Uh, WrestleMania, right? I was reading. I was really, sh- I was really shocked because fight works with a lot of independent companies. And I never thought that I'd see a WWE pay-per-view on there because they have their own streaming service. You know, how many, it doesn't seem like everybody subscribes to WWE. Now, no, I guess they're, they're... it's funny. Yeah. Cause when I heard that, I'm like, okay, well they want to get, cause they're losing so much revenue now because right. gay and the merchandise. And I, there's a guy I work with, few years ago uh, and he was talking about wrestlemania and i was talking about oh yeah the network he's like oh yeah yeah i don't, I don't have the network he, he's one of those people he does not want to learn about technology i said so you're gonna pay full price he's like yeah yeah i said oh, i said i'll show you how to do it you can just get a roku box it's not gonna cost you a lot of money and he's like no 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 i don't i don't want to i'm just gonna do the pay-per-view i'm like Okay, you want to spend the money? The, spend the money. The Roku, the Roku box is one of the easiest things to set up. Literally, yeah. you just have to set it up, put your email in there, you download a channel, and sign in. It's but like my parents still don't want to listen to me too when I tell them how you can watch all these. <laughs> you know, there's like you know things like Pluto TV and Tubi. So yeah, you can watch all these old TV yeah. shows and movies. Now, yeah, once I show them, oh, it's too complicated. I'm like. Really? Uh, it's, yeah. It reminds me of teaching my grandmother how to work yeah. a VCR in 1984. Yeah. Like, it's like you have to turn it to channel three and put yeah. the tape in and press play. And then finally she found, she, you know, when she, when she got a VCR that you can just pop the tape in and it automatically played by itself. She was in our glory. Yeah. So, so, yeah, but there's also people like I, I, I thought that WWE Network would have more subscribers, and uh, apparently there was only just over a million. That's what, it's been like is, that for like the longest time. It's been like at a standstill. Yeah. And there's like no growth, right? And I signed up in the first year because I wasn't, you know, I was. So did uh, I, I, and yeah. that's actually why I bought a Roku. Was for <laughs> I yep. never knew it existed until uh, WWE Network came out. Actually, believe it or not, yeah. I don't know if you're, the oh, no, I, I had. Yeah, I had one of the first Roku's that came out actually yep. because um that's when I think you were able to, you bought them through Netflix actually at the time so I ordered it through oh, Netflix. Oh, did you? I got mine at Best it, Buy. Yeah. Yeah, I now I I just went I just went and bought on every now there's one in every room in my house. Yeah. I just went and bought on I just went and bought another one for the living room so I can watch WrestleMania on the giant TV. But yeah, the um what the hell was I going to say? Something else. But the going back to the Fight Network, um do you use the Fight Network at all? No. No, there's a lot of good stuff on there. It's just, like you said, it's for indies, the championship wrestling from Hollywood, MLW's on there, NWA uh, reruns Power the following Saturday oh. after airing on Tuesday. It's um, There's a lot of really good stuff on there. There's a lot of free content, and I've bought some pay-per-views on there, like the CZW pay-per-views on occasion, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely cool to check out. All right, Johnny, do you have anything you want to plug, a podcast or anything? Uh, yes, if you're a fan of horror movies, uh, my wife and I, we have a podcast called Shocking Things, available on 
you know, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, any of the, you know, the major uh, platforms. And it's very good, too. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> and what's your, what's your newest episode about? Uh, about the movie Cabin Fever. The theme is because a lot of people have cabin fever right now, being stuck at home, and there's an infectious uh, disease out there, so we figured this is a perfect opportunity to review that movie. Ah, you guys are very witty. That's a very good movie, though. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm going to have to give... If you haven't yeah. seen it, anyone, definitely see it for the pancake scene alone. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I haven't seen it probably since it came... What's it, almost 20 years old? Uh, I don't think I've seen it. it to... came out, yeah. Yes, almost, yeah. I haven't seen it probably. I saw it when it first came out. And I, they even came out with a re- video. Story. Did you know that in 2016? I still have yet to no. because I have no interest in it. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look for it right? tonight, actually. Yeah. I'm going to have to look for it. I mean, all right, John, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it.